Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Welcome to Text Talk. We're so glad that you've tuned into the podcast today. Doing another episode on Acts 17. It's a full, full chapter. Another great sermon here in Acts. Edwin, what is our text for today? We're going to be reading the last couple of verses of the sermon, Acts chapter 17, verse 29 through 31. I am reading from the English Standard Version. Being then God's offspring, we ought not to think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and imagination of man. The times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. Because he has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed, and of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. He commands all men everywhere to repent. This really ties into where we ended yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it really does. Uh, just as he is the creator of all men. Because he created mankind. He creates Adam and Eve and all the nations spring forth from them. There's the original father. There's the mother of all that's living. So isn't that great? You were talking about how Adam is Adam means red and Eve, the mother of all that's living, it all goes back to Adam and Eve. And so we need to understand that um, just as there was a seeming a general knowledge or appreciation, perhaps buried in the poets uh, that, that he had um, quoted to them, for we are all also his offspring, Acts 17, verse 28. Uh, there is this knowledge that we come from God, people come from God. And what do you know? God has something for his people, a plan for his people. And he expects everyone everywhere to live just the way they've always lived. It's really okay. You just, you do you, I'm going to do me. So he steps into, as far as that goes, he, he steps into this arena, Areopagus, uh, where he is looking at a just absolute, um, mm, what would be my analogy? Web. Let's go with web. A web of worldviews and ideologies, some of which have God, some of which have gods, some of which are creators, some of which matters eternal. I mean, it's just a, a big hot mess of worldviews all competing here in this market of ideas. And uh, he's got a real simple message for that. There's one God, you came from him, and you need to repent. <laughs> no, no matter who you are, no matter. He made from one man every nation, and now he expects every nation to repent. Hey, no matter your nationality. So did you catch this? Um, so here's some bold truth, which is just, frankly, an open conflict with some of these worldviews. We tried to dig in a little bit, even our limited, limited time yeah, with the Epicureans so and the Stoics, but we tried. So, you know, bold confrontation with the worldview. What about dropping the word ignorant? Times of ignorance. People uh, you know, do not I, like to hear that. I got to think, particularly in Athens, in the seat of Grecian philosophy, that's a that's a word that you don't just drop on people. <laughs> no, we are not the ignorant. We are the enlightened. We are the wise. In we fact, the we're, we're the council of the enlightened, by Absolutely. the way. We, we sit around and do nothing but ex demonstrate how wise we are by all the things that we talk about. Looking at all new things every day, how dare you refer to us as the ignorant or that we have been living in times of ignorance. Yeah, seasons of ignorance because, hey, buddy, you just showed up at Athens. Um, w seasons of ignorance. This is this is seasons of flowering wisdom. You're in Greece. You know, ever heard of Socrates? 
Aristotle? Morons. <laughs> I had to go there. I had to do a little Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Because you, you'll drop into that no, never. wedding scene any chance you you get on the Princess Bride. Uh, mallet. <laughs> I know you love it. I love it. You love I the love marriage. It, I love it. Everybody move. <laughs> Back to the text, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. Were we talking about ignorance? Okay, I'm I'm with you. We're we're there. Everybody. So instead of everybody move, it's everybody repent. repent. Everybody repent. So tell me that what that is. Turn, change. You know, it's 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 a recognition of your error, a sorrow about that. But it beyond being sorry and beyond contrition, it's actually taking action to change and modify your behavior. Um, I, I've heard repentance described as a change of will. That uh, it's it's not just it's not just a head knowledge, but I'm going to determine to lead a different path, and it's going to be in a different direction than the one I've been pursuing. Repentance has been a big thing in Acts. We started with the Jews in Acts chapter two when Peter was preaching to them, and they said, "Men and brethren, what shall we do?" They'd realized that they had crucified the Messiah. That's right. And so, men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter's response was repent and be baptized for the remission of your sins and so we've got this message of repentance and so there's no just straight up hey go through this ritual and everything's okay it's the fact that there is a change of mind and the baptism is this ultimate um, conc- i don't want to say conclusion it's this it's what it feeds into because i have repented i am changing my mind i am changing my thinking i am changing my will and specifically I am changing my allegiance. I, yeah. It's it's no longer, and I, I think this is a mistake I have made for a long time when I've thought about repentance. I think about, well, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry because I did something mean, or I'm sorry because I hurt you. Repentance is not just me saying, you know what, that hurt you, and so I'm not going to do that anymore. Repentance, the biblical repentance is, whether or not that hurt you, my new king says that's wrong. Sure. I'm not doing that. And that's where we started on Monday when Jackson was here. I I think you probably heard that. Oh, yeah. As we talked about the other King Jesus. So we really do see a repentance. They came into this town and started teaching a different King Jesus. And so when he's talking about repentance, it is that I'm changing my mind. I'm changing my will because I'm giving somebody else control. Yeah, ahead, and so I I think you're right. I can just keep talking for hours. Just well, jump, jump you're, in here. you're going to get a chance to in just a second. So, you know, you, what has Paul declaring here in this particular sermon? He has commanded all men everywhere to repent. And you were saying that this is a, a theme we've been seeing and watching uh, coming through Acts. Acts chapter 2, here were the Jews, right? They come into town for Passover and Pentecost, but they were from all over right? The, the miracle about the tongues, the speaking in tongues, is because they're hearing the mighty works of God in their own tongues. But it, it wasn't just for the Jews. The repentance and baptism, it wasn't just for the Jews. It was for the Gentiles also. And we find repentance being a message with Cornelius, mm-hmm. right? Acts mm-hmm. 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Acts 10 and 11, Cornelius also speaks in the tongues, that, that sign is demonstrated through him as well. And then in addition to that, when Peter gets back to Jerusalem and Peter starts defending what what he did with Cornelius, meeting with them, eating with them, teaching them, baptizing them, mm-hmm. the, at, by the time all that is done, at the end of chapter 11, what the Jews are able to say is, huh, looks like God has granted repentance to the Gentiles 
as well. And so it was really fascinating when we talked about it then, that idea of granting repentance. Here, Paul seems to be commanding repentance, and that's the way we normally think about it. But the mere fact that we can repent is a gift. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is something granted to us. It's not that God reaches down and touches Andrew and says, repent, and now you've been granted repentance. It's the idea that God has made made all nations from one man, and so his plan was always to give repentance, to grant repentance, to allow repentance to all mankind, to all the nationalities, to all the cultures, to all the tribes, to all the languages. And now, we see that reversal from Babel to the church. Ah, Babel, where they were all divided out, mm-hmm. and now we're being brought back into the church. And the tongue speaking is also part of that, that demonstrating that back. But here we are, no matter your nationality, come into the church. You can repent. You can be saved. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the invitation of the gospel, uh, but it is also the, the um, command. Uh, of the gospel, it right? Is a so, so I, I, don't this... take the, I don't want to take away the command. No, no, no. I, I, I'm following you, and it is a gift, and it's God's grace that we have this opportunity, and He provides it. He provides everything. What's Paul been saying about this unknown God? That He is a good, benevolent, gift-giving God. He's been giving you life, and Him we live and move and have our being. Right? I mean, it's it's God, and He's Creator, and He's good, and He's brought us to this point. But now you need to understand that this God has an expectation for his image bearers. This God has an expectation for mankind. We are done with ignorance. This going off and worshiping these idols and all these, you know, false... I mean, just false foolishness of man that that prances around, parades itself as great wisdom. We're done with all of that. Repent. Know the truth. Know the true God. Align yourself and follow. Pledge your allegiance to him. That's his desire. And and when you have a king, again, just kind of bringing full circle to the beginning of the week, a king is a real thing. It has meaning. When I say Jesus is king, that is more than just a word. Mm-hmm. It is more than just a prefix. Mm-hmm. It is a statement about who is going to be in control of my life today. Yeah. Not me. Mm-hmm. I am no longer king. And no matter what the nationality no matter what your earthly citizenship, no matter who is your prime minister, who is your president, no matter who is your governor, your king, your emperor, we need to understand that Jesus is king of the world. Give him allegiance. And today is the day to give him that allegiance because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness. Okay? I don't know the day. You don't know the day. We've got some people who are very excited thinking, well, it's probably tomorrow because I'm reading the headlines. But the Lord knows the day that we will all stand before him in judgment. So what we have is today to make a right choice, to become a Christian, and to repent and follow the Lord. To repent and give allegiance to the Lord. To repent and be baptized for the remission of your sins. We'd love to help you with that. If that's if you'd like to know more about that, if that seems odd to you, or if you think we're just dead wrong, we'd love to hear about it. Let's let's talk about this. Send us an email, text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. 
We'd love to hear any questions from you, any things that you're learning. I'm hoping we can do something special on the podcast with some of that information at some point. So go ahead and uh, reach out to us. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Andrew, can you wrap us up today with a prayer? Our great God and Father, Lord, thank you for today. It is a gift from your hand. In you, we live and move, have our being. You are a good God, the true God, the only God. Father, we hear this word that we need to repent. We know that there's a day coming, that there will be a judgment. Father, we just pray that you might give us the the grace and the mercy, the courage to take those steps to repent, to be right with you through Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. No, you said the toga thing. (laughs) Okay, I was not expecting that. Anytime you'd like to actually start, you can. (laughs) We're getting giddy. All right. Okay, here we go. Mowage. Mowage is what brings us together today. Love. True love. That dream within a dream.